Welcome back. So now we have 12 Shifte Ko that together in their uniqueness, in their individuality, each one had to prove that a human, different humans, each one in their own way, can become ultimate servants. And each one in their own way had their own challenges, how to conquer their own natural state of mind, how to conquer their own natural default ways of approaching the world, and how to together bring them all together in service of Hashem. But of course we know it fell upon Yosef HaTzadik to become the one who will be the first one to actually be enslaved to a level of complete service to another human being, which of course was the ultimate test of how one can become a servant and still remember that this is in service of Hashem. Moreover, why indeed Yosef HaTzadik, the one who was the chosen one by any extent of imagination? If one thinks about it, we know that Yosef HaTzadik was not only the only one born to Rachel Emenu for that entire period of time, but of course Rachel Emenu was the one that Yaakov Avinu chose in the first place. As the Torah tells us, Yaakov Avinu loved Yosef, a special Ahava that he had more than any of the, of the other Ishvatim. Yosef HaTzadik was brought up with a special affection, and yet he lost all of it at one point, at a moment that no one could expect. Not only did he lose all of it, not only did he fall from that tremendous position, but he fell to a point of becoming enslaved and sold as a slave. Yosef Atzadik was sold as a slave, but did not lose his focus. We see that throughout the time that he was enslaved, whether it was in the home of Petifar, his master, or it was later in jail, there was one constant. Yosef HaTzadik always did his best, which is why in turn Petifa made him the head of the household, and in jail he was made the head of the guard. Indeed, we see that Yosef HaTzadik at every move and every stage did one thing. He did his best to serve as a servant, and always to remember in whose service he's serving. Even as he was taken out to be brought before Paroi, and Paroi asks him, to describe and define his dream. Yosef HaTzadik doesn't stop by defining his dream, but actually goes a step further and says, what's the solution to all this? What should be done about the dream that Pari had? Nobody asked him to do so, but he did so on his own because a servant he knew he needs to go above and beyond to try to fulfill his master's wish. An incredible thing we see by Yosef HaTzadik. The Torah tells us that when Yosef HaTzadik was sold to the Arabs in the wagon that they carried him in, they were carrying perfume instead of the regular petroleum that has a bad smell. And that somehow is important. Somehow taking Yosef HaTzadik, who was at the highest level of his life, incredibly loved and appreciated by his father, taking him, selling him as a slave, 
Yet somehow it's important that the smell in the wagon is a good smell. And the answer, of course, is that Yosef HaTzadik knew at every given moment he was not changing any position whatsoever. He was a servant before he was sold. He was a servant after he was sold and during the time as a slave. That means that, of course, it was important for him to know that at his low moment, Hashem himself, his master, gave him an extra gift that the wagon that he was traveling in had perfume in it. The strength that he had to endure all the challenges that he did came from remembering I'm a servant and whilst I'm in service, my master is giving me these small gifts to remind me that he's constantly watching over me. Yosef Atzadik was the first one to go down to Egypt to prepare the way for the rest of the nation, for the rest of the Shvatim to prepare the way that yes, we can be in service of our master even whilst we're going through incredible challenges. Yosef Atzadik had to be in a place far from home, far from his faith, far from his family, not only far from his family, but in a point of life where one would imagine he would feel extremely betrayed by his brethren, possibly even by his father, thinking that his father might have sent him in order for his brethren to do exactly what they did. All of this and being able to not only stay strong, not only stay with a smile, but to do his utmost best, so much so that everyone around him appreciated the fact that he was an amazing person. He was not sad. He was not depressed by what happened to him. He was enchanted. He was excited. He was in service. He knew exactly what he had to do. He knew that his master put him in a new position. His master put him in a position to be enslaved to another human being. And therefore, he had to do his best as a slave. He knew his master put him in jail by other human beings. He knew... And that in that moment, in the jail, he had to do his best. And later on, as he was taken out, he continued with this path, which of course led him to become second in command in Egypt. This attitude, this understanding, I am always in service. It doesn't matter what's happening around me. This is what Yosef HaTzadik was all about. And that is why he was the one that created the way for the entire Kal Israel to later on come to Egypt and learn how to become servants, learn how to be enslaved to other human beings and to understand what it means to follow a master's word whilst remembering that they're in service of, a, of the master and creator of the world. We know that when Kal Israel left Mitzrayim, they had to take with Yosef HaTzadik's body Yosef HaTzadik was the essence, the only idea that could save them from Egypt, that could save them from falling into the trap of the challenge that they were in to think that they were just enslaved as human beings by human beings. Yosef HaTzadik was the answer to all the pain. Yosef HaTzadik was the answer saying, we're not enslaved by others, we are in service of our master and creator and the circumstances around us make absolutely no difference. We know that Yosef HaTzadik has a special blessing. There is no ayin hara on Yosef HaTzadik's children. There is no such thing that a human eye 
can cause any harm to Yosef HaTzadik's children. Because Yosef HaTzadik lived above and beyond anything that can be controlled by another human. Despite the fact that he was constantly living, not only with, but marrying a human being that did not even belong to the chosen nation. Lifting up and bringing up a family in the depths of evil in Egypt at that time and being able to bring up that family to a level of service only because he remembered the entire time yes indeed I went through these challenges yes indeed I suffered through this incredible pain but it was all in service of my master we will round this episode off with an idea Yosef Atzadik, we know, before he left jail, he asked the two generals, the two ministers, to remind Paroy about his state, to remind Paroy that Yosef was sitting in jail. And we know the Torah tells us that that effort that he made, and he asked these two human beings to intercede on his behalf, was something that was looked upon from Shemayim, from heaven, as a misdeed, as a lack of faith. And therefore, he had to stay in jail another two years. We will not go into all the details, but to make a long story short, Yaakov Avinu was not in his parents' home for 22 years and therefore was not able to complete the service of being respectful to his parents. For 22 years, he missed out on Kibbut Avaim. And for those 22 years he had to suffer that Yosef HaTzadik was not in his home. Had Yosef HaTzadik gone home after 20 years, had he gone back to Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Avinu would have needed another tikkun, something else that can repair what he had missed in Kibbut Avaim. Yosef HaTzadik therefore intentionally extended his period of pain extended his being away from his family, extended his sitting in jail in order for his father to not have to go through another challenge. How could Yosef HaTzadik possibly be able as a human being to accomplish such an incredible feat only by remembering that all he was doing was being a servant in service of his master, no matter what it took. In the coming episode, we will of course continue this discussion and how this had to now be spread out as a second nature to the entire Klal Israel. Thank you for joining me today. Have an amazing day.